now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 314 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. And I wasn't going anywhere. And Gordon. How's it going? And Pete. Hello. And Justin. Oh, buenos noches. It is the noches. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patrons, Andy Thompson and Devin Stinson. Uh, they heard about our uh, recent cold spell here in the Midwest, and um, they happen to be best friends uh, with Ra, the god of the sun. So uh, they were able to uh, convince him to bring us a little sunshine. So thanks, guys. That's pretty dope. Well, well technically, right. though, they, they, they knew him through a second party. They uh, both, because uh, uh, they both knew Lady Gaga, who sang about Ra a lot and was on good terms with Ra. So <laughs> it, was, uh, it was through Lady Gaga that they got Ra. I'll allow it. God, we're, uh, we're already here. We're already at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you'd like to be as awesome as uh, Andy and Devin, head on over to patreon.com slash and become a patron today. Uh, and if you're doing any Amazon shopping and you actually, I don't know if you are or not, considering now it's like a month leg time, but if you are, uh, head on over to uh, blindnessstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage, and then do your Amazon shopping as normal. It gives us a big kickback from Amazon, really helps us out. All right, Carlos, what have you been up to this week, man? Ooh, not a whole lot. I played a little bit more Final Fantasy VII. That game is definitely weird. I did spoil uh, the ending for myself just because it's going to be a month maybe before I finish the game, and I just didn't want to have to avoid spoilers online. And yeah, I like I don't know, like all around, I've been enjoying the game. Uh, other than that, just been a lot of work and uh, haven't really watched anything even. Yeah, you, uh, you had half a loaf videos. of my bread this week. Fun. Yeah, and he gave away an entire loaf to your folks instead of like to being like, "Hey, Carlos, I'm not going to eat this. You can eat all of well, this." Well, like then it was more I'd... like in trade. They like they brought me their like tortilla press and some other stuff. So they would do that anyways. They wouldn't need to take. They're your parents. They don't need stuff in trade. <laughs> they would just give you their press, their tortilla press that you will return one day in the future. Oh my God, Carlos! <laughs> the bread took two hours to make. It wasn't that big of a deal. You can make you can make it yourself. I know. Uh, yeah, other than that, though, not a whole lot. Uh, getting a little shaggier with my hair. Uh, although, not, not, not getting as shaggy as Pete. Pete's a little shaggier. Yo, Carlos, why are you throwing shade? You should see Matt's, dude. I know. He's, his, Matt's got to be crazy right now. Matt's at the park right now, ain't he? I don't know. But any, Anything else, Carlos? Nope, not really. All right. Gordon, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, Jack Ship. Uh, I can't remember I talked about it last week, but I discovered that I had a bunch of video games on my Xbox hard drive and been going through right now the Ezio collection for Assassin's Creed. Oh, nice. Like, Assassin's Creed 2 is probably one of the, like, that, that like, or, like, two, like, I guess the Ezio collection is one of the best I think they've done. I like, I really like number two, and number four is still my absolute favorite because you get to be a pirate ninja. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. 
Black Wait, Flag. I think Black it was Flag. Coming. Yeah, was that? Wait, I thought AC f- or I guess no, three is the one set in America, right? Yes. That that one sucked because there aren't any tall buildings in uh, in Colonial America. <laughs> Lots of trees, though. <laughs> so, yeah, you're a damn lumberjack by the end of it. I do like the. I think the storyline was pretty <laughs> solid, though, on that one. On three, I I didn't yeah. finish it, but yeah, there was definitely a lot of like Templar uh, assassin like relation stuff. And I didn't. The only one I don't care for was the French Revolution. I think that was Unity. Yeah, Unity Syndicate was amazing. I really liked that one. Yeah. That's the one with the twins and Jack the Ripper and all that. Yeah, is this Unity for me was so damn glitchy and buggy that I. Barely fucking finished it before, and I haven't tried to touch it again since. Yeah. Well, so they fixed all those bugs, but it was really bad and horrifying at launch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I might go back through it again. We'll see. But you got nothing better to do. We're uh, right. <laughs> we're in this for another month, boys. <sighs> but, yeah, that's that. other than that, I went to the beer shop again. I told myself I wasn't going to buy bombers, so I walked out with a wine case of bombers again. Uh, Gordon, that is the opposite of the thing that you said. It said on sale, and they're really good prices. Oh, that's right. It said on sale, and they doubled the price. Damn. Like 2014 <laughs> Samael uh, by Avery Brewing for five bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. And we still got Samael on the market. Jesus. Yeah, well, the fucking labels are faded as shit. I think it's one of those, <laughs> hey, what's this back here? Oh, shit, we got to sell that. Oh, we forgot about this case. Oops. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I found a bunch of other stuff, uh, like 20, I'd say that 2014, 2017, a couple of 2019s in there. Nice. Very nice. Anything else? That's about it. All right. Peter? Peter? What What have you uh, been up to, man? Where do I start? I have done so much of nothing the past week. <laughs> Two weeks? I wasn't on last week, right? Um, Did a week go by? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think you made it last week. Shit. Well, I'm stuck in a time warp. Apparently, I think we all are. Um, I've upgraded to the larger bottle of Tullamordu. Hell yeah! Had about that much since Friday. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I went. Uh, me and Jen went for a walk the other day with the dogs. Guinea pulled me on my longboard a little bit. With his uh, little like poop. fancy, uh, fancy lady legs. Yeah, his little gentleman's legs. <laughs> yep. Yeah, surprisingly, he kept me going at a steady pace. He liked it, so. Awesome. Other than that, just been gaming, playing some WoW, playing some Call of Duty with my bros. Uh, are you playing the uh, <coughs> the um, was it the Battle Royale Call of Duty? Yeah, Warzone. Warzone. Yeah, it's kind of junk, but um, it's free, and we all jump in and just kind of dick around or whatever. So. Okay. Other than that, yeah, not a whole lot. Had some hop and barrel beer yesterday. Oh, nice. What'd um, you have? Some is the uh, Beer Can Island Blonde. Nice. Yep, had that going with some whiskey. It was good. Good trade-off. Hell yeah. Otherwise, that's it. All right. Justin, what have you been up to, man? Oh, about the same as uh, kind of a Pete Gordon combo. Uh, went to the liquor store, blacked out, and came out with way more than I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. The receipt said $368. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That Trump check happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, that's, a, that's kind of the point of it. Uh, <clears throat> no, I've been playing a lot of games this week, and I usually don't do much for like, online gaming, but I uh, 
at the request of a couple of friends, I did finally cave and actually pick up the new Modern Warfare. Um, I know Gordon and I talked about it a little bit, you know, kind of comparing Battlefield and that, and they have ironed out every bug. Like, Warzone is kind of junk, like you said. It's it's yes. entertaining because it's not just run and gun. Like, you actually have to, like, get away from things. There's, like, gas closing in, so you have to be, like, the last team to survive. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, like, their online playing is actually really fun. They kind of ironed out the... Uh, the kinks in it like the you know it's harder to camp things like that so we need a lot of that otherwise multiplayer right the yep. base game oh cool cool yeah yeah that's been actually really really fun um otherwise just uh that and reading a lot of uh a lot of books oh yeah what, what have you been reading um i'm working my way through the uh the red rising series oh, i'm familiar with it uh who who's it by hey. Check. I forget the author's name. Um, Pierce Brown. I am not familiar with that one. No. No, oh, I, I I'm looking at the cover for it. And like that's one of the books I picked up on my Kindle. Just never read. Uh, read it. Do it. <laughs> it's it, if you like. So the whole concept of it is like Earth became uninhabitable for a while. So they sent people to go like terraform Mars. You know that classic concept. Um, and like do this mining to get this certain mineral out to be able to actually terraform the surface. Um, so the classes of like society are based on colors, red being the lowest, gold being the highest. There's a whole explanation of it. Well, they basically find out after uh, getting to the surface that they've been being lied to for a couple thousand years. Oh, shit. Um, they basically have been kept as slaves underground under this hierarchy being told that, yep, you're basically sacrificing yourselves to like better the world. No one knows how long they've actually been there and they've been lied to. Like civilization is insane. Um, but everything's kind of based on the old like Greek and like Roman uh, hierarchy. Um, so like everyone's got their old thing. Like they still battle. There's still um, the proletariats, things like that. It's a super cool series, um, and it draws you in because it's not just like running gun. It's very much like tactical and fun. It's it's, a, it's hard to explain, but it's a really good read. That sounds really cool. I'm on like book five right now. Out of how many? Six. It looks like. Damn. Awesome. Otherwise, you know, comic books online are fun, too. So many comic books. (laughs) Yeah, I've got the DC thing, so that's that's always fun. Nice. Uh, How you how you like in Rebirth? I'm sorry. Are you you reading Rebirth at all or are you just reading just whatever? I'm kind of just whatever. I don't think I've done Rebirth. Um. Am I on right now? What was the one I was with the, the Batman Who Laughs that series? Oh yeah, I'm just just starting that. And that's like that that's some on, fucked up shit. The, yeah, the metal series. It sold me on the cover art alone. I'm like, yeah, that one. Yep, yeah, that's that's some terrifying stuff. The Batman Who Laughs is, uh, oh, uh, if, if you're looking for something to read, definitely like pick that up if you like Batman. Um, like basic premise is. Um, it's Batman, uh, it's all these Batman from, like, a dark universe where they turned, where, where basically the Joker wins. And, yeah, it's, it's fucking dope. Uh, cool. Yeah, that and, you know, booze. Booze, so much booze. All right, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. So, I guess I'll, I'll kind of, like, move backwards, uh, Yesterday, I went on, like, a beer odyssey. Um, I hit up, uh, let's see, 
pit or uh, Pitchfork, Hop and Barrel, Oliphant, and Rush River, um, and just bought a stupid amount of beer to get me through the next couple of weeks. Um, and then my friend Steve and Joel went up to uh, Nonic and uh, Zymergy Brewing in, uh, were they, Menominee? Yep. Yep, in Menominee. Uh, got me a few crowlers. Uh, so I went over and had a yard beer, which was delightful. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I think everybody knows what a yard beer is now, uh, where you stand six feet away from somebody in the yard and you drink a beer at them. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Goes hand in hand with drive-by icing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, and then uh, this week, not a ton of excitement. I, I guess I, I baked bread a lot this week. By a lot, I mean I think I baked bread twice because I am a middle-aged woman in a quarantine. So I need to bake, bake bread. Uh, and then drank a stupid amount. Um, oh, we did a, uh, for the second week in a row, we did a Jackbox Games Night on Saturday night, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then got weird towards the end. Uh, we started playing this T-shirt game, and everybody just drew dicks. And <laughs> yeah, no, like playing the T-shirt game was both a good choice and a mistake. <laughs> Considering you can buy the T-shirts, and I'm pretty sure Rick bought one. Uh, I wonder which one he bought. <laughs> there, there were some some good choices there. There are also some horrible choices there. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jackbox games are. Um, basically a set of like short like social games that everybody can kind of play on their phone like they dial in and so we've been uh, we've been hooking the uh, switch up to zoom and then playing it that way which has been a lot of fun um, and then yeah that's that's kind of it just other than that just drinking hanging out watching TV I beat Luigi's mansion uh, finally so I, I you know got that uh, got that out of the way. Um. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've also been playing VR ping pong. I'm apparently I'm bad at ping pong. <laughs> ping pong. Yep. That sounds fun. Is it, it kind of like Guitar Hero? Like you could be good at guitar and bad at Guitar Hero? No. Like so the the ping pong game I bought. Um. Like the the the, uh, the physics are realistic enough where I suck. Uh. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, if you if you, if you you hit the ball just, like, a little too hard, you know, like, in regular, like, it just flies off the table somewhere, and uh, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun, but, man, I get really pissed at those robots, and so I'm just standing in the living room. I, like, I think I'm yelling at an opponent. Carlos just sees me standing there yelling at empty space, so <laughs> who's the crazy one, I ask you? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the person watching someone else play VR games. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't sit around. I just don't. I don't sit there and watch. Them. Although if I did, he would never know. I would. So you could start uh, start videotaping that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'd be very exciting for everybody. I mean, it might be. I yes. don't know. I've, ne- yeah. I, I've never seen that. what I look like while playing VR. <laughs> I've heard it's ridiculous. I mean, Pete came in one day um, before all this, like when I first got my first VR headset, and I was like crawling on the ground, shooting yeah, at no, things. You would do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you I was there after I just like stole all your stuff. <laughs> like, hey man, just got here. 
that'd be some funny shit. Like, take your VR headset off and you look around, the house and is just empty. <laughs> it's furniture, everything. Aww. <laughs> the only left with what you were hooked up to. Perfect. Um, I just live in VR. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then yeah, no, I, I chatted with uh, I, on my Odyssey. That was kind of fun. I I was able to see a bunch of people that I haven't seen in person in a while. Like mm-hmm. I saw Justin and Brian, and I've been playing D and D with them lately. And so like all I've seen them is through Zoom. And I'm like, oh man, you guys look different when you're not just a postage stamp on a screen. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of about it. Uh, so. We can't really do a beer share, but I think what we're going to do is, what are you guys drinking right now? Uh, Carlos, what are you drinking right now, man? Uh, I'm drinking an Alaskan Brewing Company Amber, uh, their alt-style ale. And it's, uh, we've had this one, I think, for a while, actually. Uh, it, it has passed the best buy date, it turns out. Uh, yeah, no, that is, that makes sense. No, uh, yeah, it, it tastes a little bit off, but uh, otherwise, yeah, it's... It's just the Alaskan alt beer, which is all right. All right. Well, Gordon knew it was his turn, so he left. Uh, back here. <laughs> He's going to get a beer. <laughs> Pete, what are you drinking, man? I refuse to believe he didn't have uh, one. Well, I kind of want to go get one now. I'm just having some some Tullamardu. All right, man. You've been drinking a lot of that Tullamardu. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you're kind of new to the whiskey scene, right? Like, that's not... I am, yeah. But, I mean, if I'm satisfied or at least, like, you know, for a little while. I mean, I'm not going to go just try a whole bunch of new stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I can but... show you the world. <laughs> show me the way. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of what I was trying to set up. I'm like, Justin can teach you all of these things. Yep. I mean, I like Jack. I like Tullamore Dew. I know that they're not, like, top-notch. I've had really good whiskeys, but... So, yeah, I've got Tully on my shelf them. right now. I don't knock that. That's yeah. my go-to. Tullamore Dew's fucking There's fantastic. Part... Well, for good Irish, price. anyway. Yeah, I like smoky stuff, turns out. So, I'm sure that's not a very popular thing. I'll have to introduce him to the green and yellow spot eventually. <laughs> Sounds good. My, green my two spot. favorite Irish whiskeys. My brother got me a bottle of green spot uh, as like a groomsman gift. Um, and so then, good. Uh, but he w- we were both drunk when he gave it to me. And then I woke up the next day and we had drank half the bottle. And I was like, you need to get me another groomsman gift. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had yellow? I have not had yellow, no. So where Green Spot's got that really nice, like, caramel and toffee forward. And it it hits a little bit different than Irish whiskey normally would. Mm -hmm. Uh, The yellow spot is done using blue sherry casks as well. It's a lot lighter on the palate. Um, and the way I describe it is kind of like when you drink any like high proof spirit, it kind of does like a roller coaster where it's, you know, flavor, flavor peak where like the proof burn hits and then it kind of like eases off and you get those back end notes. This goes all the way up and then skips the proof burn and skips right into the back end. Oh, wow. Like it never burns. It's crazy. Never, it never has a proof hit, um, which makes it a green or yellow spot that you had me try when we're at dark horse file back. Uh, I've done both there for you. So probably yellow most recently. I think, yeah. Because, yeah, green spot in most, most restaurants will be like 17, 18 bucks a glass. I think yellow is like 25. Oh, wow. So that's one of those ones if we're, you know, once a year, a couple times a year, we get together and, you know, do something. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's have one. Except uh-huh. I forget who it was the one time I bought it and they just shot it and I about put their head on the bar. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's buying his now. I'm not paying for that anymore. Right? I'm not. Yeah. No, he's he's on his own. Um, awesome. Uh, Justin, what are you drinking? I'm going with the classic today. I mean, I've got it in my my Woodford koozie, but oh, you know, a little old, a little Peber. The old Peber. You know, P B R M E A S A P, as they say. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. Um, <laughs> I know what the saying was. I know what the hell that voice was. Um, no, I've been drinking a lot of that stuff. Um, not really picking up a lot as far as beer. I've been picking up some local stuff like, you know, bad weather, things like that. People I like. I'm, I haven't gotten over to Hudson yet to get any Hoppin Barrel. So it's a good thing Brian's not here. Otherwise, he'd yell at me. Um, but, well, you know, you, you, sh- yeah, you shouldn't otherwise. be doing interstate travel right now anyway. So seems forgiven. Well, you know. But, but my rights. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, yeah, I, heard, I heard the craziest theory um, the other day. And apparently, like, this has been percolating in certain circles online. But um, there's a certain contingent of people who are trying to pin COVID on Bill Gates. The guy who told us it was coming? Yep. <clears throat> like, oh, there's guys that's, him, how, that's how he knew, because he let it out. <laughs> And I'm like, um, what is his end game here? Like, what does Bill Gates win out of this? There's a there's a doctor at the U of M that predicted it back in late '90s or something like that. I can't think of his name. Oh, that a pandemic would hit. Like that's that's. I mean, yeah, we always knew a pandemic was gonna hit. Always uh, a chance. Yeah. I still think that you know the last two people standing on Earth are gonna be Betty White and Keith Richards. Well, that's because uh, that, that's Zeus and Hera, too. like, and then <laughs> Michael Osterholm, if I'm saying right that, he's a Regents Professor of the McKnight Presidential Endowed Chair of Public Health, Director at the Center of Infectious Disease Research and Policy, SIDRAP uh, at the U of M. And he wrote a book about it back, yeah, like I said, late 90s or something like that, saying that there would be a animal to human transferred disease or pandemic coming out of China because of the, you know, the proliferation of their wet markets over there. Which great. I mean, you can't really say, stop doing that. Figure out a different way to feed some billion people. Right. Well, yeah, it's just, just cause it seems like weird stuff to eat for us. Doesn't mean it gets weird for anybody else. Like right. when you so run that's out a huge of everything I've been seeing right now, well, it's not even a run out thing. It's just, you know, think about traditional meals in any yeah. country. Well, you and, know, it's it started with what they had. Yeah. Well, and also like I don't like I'm I'm a fairly adventurous eater. I'm not sure about you guys, but anytime like something's been put in front of me and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I guess I'll eat it because everybody else is. I have never been disappointed. Um, oh yeah. Like, I had octopus. Uh, First time I had octopus. Octopus is fucking delicious. Yeah, no, I'd rather just pan sear Goodyear tire, and I'll chew on that. It has better. Oh, so you had bad octopus. octopus. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's yeah. Get out. (laughs) You are the last person that gets to chime in on adventurous eating because you're one of the pickiest people I know. (laughs) Yeah, I like drink any beer you put in front of him, but he will not. No, no. Well, he still thinks Akita is good sushi. So no, I never said it's good. I just I I go for quantity over quality. Yeah. I've had that. My What's only rule with food is Moto... it can't be alive. It has to be dead, whatever it is. Was it Moto E, I believe, over in Uptown? No, not Uptown. 
It's over by uh, Lake Monster right, Brewery. I'm not going to lie. My The first, I, one of the very first post-COVID like quarantine meals I'm going to have is a good fucking sushi meal. Like, I, I miss oh, that I so that. much. Oh, that does sound good. <sighs> I, I'm sitting here on the couch during one of the days and I, I text Gordon. I'm like, God damn, man. I texted a couple people at the same time. I was like, I'm, I'm just craving sushi, but I'm also craving tacos. <laughs> and everyone had their opinion, and Gordon sends back both. And by the time he sent that, I was back in my home with both. <laughs> I, I came back with a, I think it was like a $40 taco order from like a local place that I love here and like an over $100 sushi order. That's amazing. And just cleaned house. I don't uh, feel as bad about like uh, when I only spent like $30, $25 at Taco Bell the other night. Carlos, Taco Fuck Bell is not dog. good tacos. <laughs> it's not, but I just I needed something desperately, so I was so I went and got like their uh, their what their crave case or whatever, like twelve tacos, and I got the uh, a crunch whatever, wrap. What, what was the other the crunch wrap? Yeah, yeah, and you brought me a crunch wrap, and I was eternally grateful because I wanted a crunch wrap. Yeah, I've never tipped at a fast food joint until me, Clark, and a couple other buddies went to oh, Taco no. Bell like a half hour before they closed. And we got five of the Crave boxes. Each? Yeah, well, no, one each. But, what, 60-some tacos and they got to close in a half hour? They were not thrilled, and that's when we threw, I think we threw in, like, probably 20 bucks for them. We're we're really sorry. We're kind of intoxicated right now. And And we want these tacos. Also, you're going to be open 24 (laughs) hours in a couple of years anyway, so don't worry about it. I'm going to start judging my taco joints based on, like, Taco Bell standards. I walk in like, do you not have a Flaming Hot Doritos tortilla? Like, what is this? (laughs) I can say it in Spanish. Right. Dude, I have not had, like, a good street taco in a while. Like, Have you you watched um, Chef Show? Yes. John Farva? Yeah. Did did you you say Farva? Farvo. That's, that's that's really Favreau. like that's his letters, Gordon. <laughs> you know that's uh that, that's a super trooper. I was watching Super Troopers last night, damn it. <laughs> hey Farva, what's that place they got with the shit on the wall? If I could have gotten off camera quick enough, I was gonna pop back in like he does, and I didn't. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no the the John Favreau show chef is fantastic. It's so good. Did. Their street taco thing got me hankering street tacos, and I found yep. a recipe somewhere online to do street tacos in a crock pot, and did pretty good. My my brother in law is a sous chef, and he was over here tried them to beat pre COVID, and said I knocked it out of the park. So I'll nice. take it. Yeah, no, I uh, that's that's part of the reason I I borrowed my uh, parents' uh, tortilla press, and I'm gonna make a bunch of corn tortillas. I got a bunch of maseca and I'm going to do that. And I have, uh, I'm going to make some shrimp tacos and I'm going to make uh, some barbacoa tacos. Very excited. If you guys want a really good taco for awesome price, uh, when this is over, come up to Rice Lake. There's Casa Mexicana. They have the California they're burrito. Open? Yeah, they're doing takeout. What's well, oh, the house so of like, Mexico? I grew up up there, man. Like, I've been eating there since I was like 12. Um, but they're burrito I'm California. more surprised that they're still in business. <laughs> the well, racism. The money laundering in is city. in the other building under a different business name, so it's fine. Also true. <laughs> they, uh, the burrito California dwarfs the Chipotle burrito size. Oh, and it's 10 bucks, maybe, if that. San Diego 
was like my food mecca. I ate so many burritos that weekend. It was stupid. And now like that was, I, that was L.A. Like now I just judge everything based off of like those burritos. Like and like the burrito California like has like French fries and shit on it. And I'm like, yes, this is the best drunk food ever. <laughs> Ramadi Brothers uh, sandwich shop out in Pittsburgh is the best drunk food oh, ever. God, yes. I don't know, man. A good, uh, like, a good, uh, like, gyro when you're hammered is fantastic. Yeah, but for, I think, or $15, kebab, I guess. you can get two liters of beer and a sandwich that even I struggle to finish. It's wonderful. I mean, if Gordon even struggles to finish, that could feed a family of four. <laughs> It's got like mozzarella and sticks and fries and all the sandwich shit that you want on there. We went out there uh, back, God, it must have been 2015 or 16. You guys remember we being able to go places? Right. <laughs> we were out there. Pepperidge Farm remembers. We spent nine hours, me, Clark, and two other guys about our size in a fucking compact car for 19 hours. We get to Pittsburgh and I just want a beer and a sandwich and I was told to go here. So we find one walking distance from our hotel. I completely forgot it was my birthday. And Clark looks at me and goes, hey, happy birthday, man, and buys me a beer. So I now have two pints of beer in front, or two liters of beer. Guy next to me goes, oh, it's your birthday? Holy fuck, here, let me buy a beer. I now have three liters of beer. Guys behind the counter go, oh, it's your birthday? You get a you get a sandwich half off on, you know, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I have two of these giant sandwiches. They're the size of a small child each and three liters of beer. Like, you know, I don't hate your city as much anymore. <laughs> now, Garden, I, 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 one of these days, I got to teach you this word. Um, it's it's really short, but it's called no. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of with Gordon on this one. Uh, I, I, this is all bought and paid for, man. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, if it's already there, like, there's nothing now. you're going to do. <laughs> Um, it's, a, right. it's a safety device. So I, can I water better. <laughs> so I am drinking a tartan Scottish ale from Nonic Brewing. Ooh, Nonic in Menominee. This is one of the uh, the crowlers I got. Very good. Very uh, like caramely. Uh, so Scottish ales, uh, for those of you who don't know, are low ABV, full flavored um, beers. So like they're super crushable. Um, served out of the cask, they're phenomenal. Uh, this one is great. It's super clean, super clear. Big toffee notes. It's delightful. All right. Well, Carlos, we don't have a news uh, discussion, but I believe you mentioned that you had a you had something you wanted to talk about before we do- dove into the discussion. Yeah, Uh-oh. but I was planning on like you know just waiting till we were in the middle of the discussion before just dropping it in because it's Carlos Car Corner time, and uh, normally I don't. I wouldn't accept an introduction from Casey, but I also don't have a news segment to just interfere with also. So I guess I'll uh, Desperate start, times, start man. the news corner. So I thought that uh, everybody, I'm sure we, everybody remembers when I was talking about when I had to get my tires changed in the fall, uh, get my uh, winter tires put on, my summer tires taken off and. Uh, like I, I could, I didn't really have a spot to store them, so I kept a have three, had three of my tires in my trunk, and oh, there, Justin's leaving. Uh, so I had three of my tires in the trunk, <laughs> and then I had one tire in the back seat. Now, that that was uh, because like I didn't want to like start putting my tires inside the house and take up room, and it was like, what, what am I going to use my back seat for? Uh, I 
I did sometimes miss my trunk when I had to go. Cross, you not have friends? But I still had like I still had some space in the back seat, so it wasn't like a total loss. However, now that spring's arrived and I still have my winter tires on and I can't get them rotated off because of this whole social distancing thing, unless uh, I don't know if auto body. I auto body is essential. In which case, maybe I'll get them. Uh, I'll get them uh, put back on. But the, there's a. I found out that uh, the tires that were in my trunk. Uh, I have a little bit of an issue. Uh, it seems that they started grow having uh, growths. Like, uh, like there's a, a light amount of like there's like small spots of mold that grew in there just because I guess the humidity inside the trunk just and the warmth of it just was enough for it to get like a Carlos, little are bit you, of mold. Are you growing mushrooms in your trunk? <laughs> if I leave my tires <laughs> like that, if I leave my uh, tires as they are, uh, of course they're just gonna grow more mold. So like I'm gonna so I'm gonna actually have to scrub my current tires off. Before I get my tires placed on, because you know it, you can't just have give moldy tires to like an auto body place. Like, hey, put these moldy tires on my car. That's that doesn't seem it. right. Honestly, seem I right. think you can. I think you it seems, it and you tell us how it goes. Uh, it, just, uh, it just seems like a thing that you it doesn't seem right. You shouldn't have to have let have like an auto body like uh, your uh, your local place uh, have to deal with. I mean, Carlos. Tires. I mean, should, I, I would do it. Deal with the mold yourself. I mean, I, I would do it, and then when you come back and two of your tires have tires on them, or two, two of your wheels have tires on them, and the other two don't, but there's a tire around your steering wheel, um, like, you know that that was some really good mold. Also, oh, I see where you're... You're saying you're saying that it's like a mold that would get them high. Well, that's not how that's not how the mold works, Casey. I'm pretty sure it would just. Or slowly. if you if you go and they're all dead and none of your tires have been changed, then you need also, to leave. Also, not how fungus normally works. Uh, normally, it would uh, it would take time to build up. Like granted, like it would. I don't like, think that's how fungus. Right like they'd they'd have to be dealing with my tires every day for like a couple weeks before to have an actual effect. I believe. Oh, then what's the problem? But it's still it's not a thing that you do. Like also, like what's it say about me that I have like moldy tires that I'm having them put on my? I car? mean, That's Carlos, just, what's it say about you thing. that you have moldy tires? It just says that maybe I don't take very good care of my stuff, and you know <laughs> oh. maybe I don't want to maybe I don't want to put that out there. Maybe I don't want to have it put out there that Carlos doesn't take good care of his stuff. You just did, bud. So I think that I'm go- so I'm going to have to uh, scrub my tires off before I bring it into the auto body place, so not everybody doesn't think I'm a complete disaster. And uh, so, and then I'll have my I will then have, of course, have a set of winter tires I'm going to have to store, and I'm actually going to not store them in my. Carlos, I'm I'm sorry, I I have, I have to interrupt you uh, real quick here. Um, I just got a I just got a memo from our wizards. Everybody knows that Blind Ninja Studios employs a team of wizards, right? And they finally cracked uh, the the death spell. So we were able to bring one person back for each person uh, for 24 hours. Yeah, that's fun. Anyways. Uh, so, so, Carlos, uh, so I, 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 need, I need to know. Carlos, I don't give a shit about your tires <laughs> anymore. I don't give a so, shit. I think I'm going to... I think I'm actually going to store my winter tires like uh, instead of inside my car. I'm going to bring them inside. Like I don't like car. this. I don't have the power to mute him. Like, <laughs> but anyways, this has been Carlos Cardcore. All right, so Carlos, I need to know who is the oh, one person sorry. you're going to bring back for 24 hours, and what and what and do like, you want to do with well, them? What's the what's the, what's the context? 
There is no context. You can bring back any deceased person for 24 well, hours. Well, somebody interrupted you part way through when you were talking, so it's kind of, I, I don't really get that full context of the question. Oh my god, okay. So our wizards just told me that it'll bring a person back for 24 hours. One for each of us. And right. you could do, like, so what? who are you bringing back and what are you planning on doing? Well, I'm going to be bringing back Nikola Tesla. First of all, I feel like, he, like him coming back, he'll be happy when he sees that, uh, I think that he'll be happy once he sees that Edison's dead again, and Edison is still dead. So he'll have that <laughs> at least going for him. He'll also be able to see just all this technology that we're using in our life and just how we just are squandering I kind of hope somebody brings so, back Edison. So that we can just watch. <laughs> so look, we're just watching Netflix and like, like look at him seeing like we're just we're not, we're not transparenting energy quite. Wait, like Carlos, are you bringing air. back Tesla to Netflix and chill? Yeah, we're oh. no, we're not going to we're not going to Netflix and chill. But I'm going because that's going to be one of the things I'm going to have to do is like show off like, hey, we may not be transferring like power through the air, but we're transferring. We're just using the we're just abusing the air like uh and just using it for transporting the internet over the air. Of course, I have to explain what the internet is. Uh, and then just zip. And then like, like, so, like you'll see like oh, we're, we just we're just using all the technology <laughs> just to make to live our laziest lives possible. And I'm I'm sure that will that might actually crack him a little bit to see like all this work that he did and like it's just being like used for my like little things that make our lives slightly more convenient and to waste our time. But like I don't all the history historical figures. I think he'd be the quickest one to catch on to the internet. I mean, you explain it to him in like two minutes. He's like, oh, okay. He did have an eidetic memory, but I, I mean, I'll but also- yeah, he'll ask where the nearest pigeon to fuck is. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, he's also he was a he was a really uh tight high, high strung like he would uh he'd need to relax like he would i would need to get him drunk and i would probably have to get him high over that 24 hour period just because he needs to just calm the hell down he needs to he ha- he would work insane work days he'd work a normal work day have dinner and then go back to work right afterwards so he just you know he needs to relax he should maybe watch some Netflix, figure out the internet thing, and then like, uh, yeah, then he could go away, because I don't want him anymore. All right, uh, Gordon, who would who who do you want to bring back? I'd bring back Teddy Roosevelt, and go. You know, it's a close tie between Teddy Roosevelt or John Muir. Either way, go get some nice scotch or whiskeys. Go out to like Yellowstone or one of the national parks they help found. And smoke some nice cigars and just basically camp out and shoot the shit for 24 hours. And when well, Teddy, it, when Teddy it, sees so Teddy all Roosevelt, of, since he, Teddy Roosevelt, like since he like helped form the park system, uh, does that give him free range to just kill animals whenever he wants? Like, does that like d- d- does the hunting season not apply to him? Uh, no. And when he sees what like. Uh, all of the pavement and paved camping spots and all that shit in the mm. parks, and he gets really pissed off. How are you going to deal oh, with that Oh, that's what problem? the whiskey's for. <laughs> <laughs> Get drunk and whoop your ass is what he's going to do. <laughs> I'd so pay to like see that. like out with an older version of you. <laughs> or Kurt, yeah. <laughs> all right. So you and Teddy are just going to get hammered and enjoy scenery for 24 hours. Stay yeah. park and chill. Yeah, stay <laughs> park and chill. Why not? 
Uh, Pete, who would you bring back, man, for uh, for 24 hours? 24 hours. Yep. Fuck, I don't know if I would do that to anyone. Be like, hey, you're back. Look at all this cool stuff. See you later. Hi, Jen. She can't hear anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's going to Narnia. Hey, you're Hello. back. You can't go outside. <laughs> you would- um, I don't know. Probably maybe David Bowie. That'd be pretty cool. He's no, got shit. a lot of fans, and he wasn't, you know, you know, he could he could be like, all right, I'm gonna put out all this stuff that's already made that people don't know about. Did he have a lot what? Of stuff what would you? That, what would you? What know. would you do with him? Like if like so you oh, have twenty? Well, I would do them nothing. I'd be like, hey, here are people that uh, enjoy him more than I do. Okay, so you'd bring him back and like, be completely sel- selfless about it. I mean, that's I mean that's yeah. a pretty good answer. Actually, but wouldn't the wouldn't the them losing him a second time hurt them even more? You'd probably break yeah, Matt. I guess that's the Could Matt the take it? Here. Could Matt take losing David Bowie a second time? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's why it's a tough question. It is. It's it's a hard one. Uh all right. So uh Justin, who who would you bring back? See, I it's such a hard thing. Um, cause I, my immediate answer is more of a recent one, but if we're going like historical, historical, it's like, there's an obvious one there too, that I feel like Gordon's going to get a good kick out of. Um, so I guess we'll go, I'll go with my, my main one, but we'll probably end up talking about the other one either way. Uh, I'm going to go Hemingway. Oh, um, for the sheer fact is I want to drink the daiquiri that's actually named after him the way he had it. Cause no one else knows how it was made other than him. Like if it tastes right. And like he's a crazy person. Don't get me wrong. Wait, would you? But, uh, would, so like, do you think he would like share it with you, or do you have to trick him to get the uh, recipe? Like, would you have to weigh all your bottles ahead of time? Well, he. I don't think he knows the recipe because the whole thing with it was is he was diabetic, so he cut all the sugar out of his daiquiris, put it in grapefruit juice and Luxardo liqueur, uh, like maraschino liqueur. So I can figure out what it tastes like based on if it's right because everyone makes it their own way. There's been so many tweaks throughout history. I just want to actually sit next to him and have a Papa Doble and just call it a day. Um, Cause that dude would be like, let's get drunk and go shoot at shit. And I'm like, I'm in for that. Let's do that. <laughs> in 24 hours, that menace society is gone. So we're back to normal. <laughs> Everything's great then. Um, Otherwise, was he a, was he a menace to society? Man. I don't know a lot, whole lot about like his life. Other than I think um, he liked cats. He did like cats. Yeah. Uh, no, he was known for getting just like belligerently drunk and like in the middle of like a blackout. Being, let's go to hunting party and go hunt these animals. Like it's he was he was an absolute crazy person. Like the most like machismo motherfucker you'd ever see. Like everything was manly and look at my study and like he's that kind of guy. Like you can think about the pompous one you see in, like the movies, like the over the top one. That actually was him. <laughs> Basically, uh, Clayton from Tarzan. Yeah, pretty much. Good. That's a perfect way to put it. But shit faced. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would like. Uh, I like. There's. There's so many that I think it would be like. I think it would be fun to bring back like any of like the great leaders from world history, like Alexander the Great or Caesar or like any of these, and be like, oh yeah, no, your shit broke, like. <laughs> Somebody broke the dick off the statue of you. I'm sorry. 
Um, it but was, it was me. I've got it right. Like, um, like I mean, even like Da Vinci, I think would be just like it'd be super interesting to actually sit down and talk to him. Like, I mean, I don't know Italian, but we'd figure it out. Uh, we translate, right? Hey, Da Vinci, we found we discovered fucking airplanes. Look at that. Yeah, and they don't Failure. flap like a bird. Um, but uh, I guess if if I could bring anybody back. To just like sit down and actually have a real conversation with, uh, I'm gonna like, and this is this is mostly sacrilegious, but I'm gonna go with it. Um, I'd bring back uh, Jesus of Nazareth, like if he was a real person, let's bring him back and let's like fucking chat and talk and see. <laughs> like, can we fix this bullshit with these people <laughs> saying COVID's your fault? <laughs> right. Well, no, just like like let's let's uh, let's get to the bottom of it because one of my favorite movies is Man from Earth. And, like, it's just a super interesting, basically, thought concept that was turned into oh, essentially a student film. Uh, and it's it's awesome. Uh, basically, it's this, uh, this immortal who uh, accidentally became Jesus and then, like, left that life and, like... Yeah, that, that's a really stuff. small part of the story, too. That, that's just a thing that happened. It's just a thing that happened. But, yeah, no, it's super interesting. So well, I, I haven't I, seen I, that movie for a long time. Like, that's I don't know. I, I think it would be really curious to see like how much of a like if he if if he was actually insane or not and like just kind of figure out like what what was going on um actually hang on um i just got another memo uh so our wizards fucked up and the people that we brought back are now just here now for the rest of their natural lifespan i gotta kill Hemingway now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so what are you guys going to do to fix this problem? Oh, he I really is. should have gone with my second option. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain was a way better choice. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. Yes, he is. <laughs> In this situation, yes. So I couldn't say goodbye to him a second time, though. I couldn't do that. No, no, that'd be brutal. So I don't like house guests that stay even for a day is a little much. So, <laughs> So once it's like so like a second day of Nikola Tesla is gonna really wear on me, so I am going to like he's gonna have to he's gonna be really into like learning stuff and like trying to get back on the horse of like inventing stuff, but he's not gonna be really on top of uh, moving out of my, and getting not living off my couch anymore. So that's gonna be my highest priority is getting him somewhere else to stay. So your highest priority now is kicking Nikola Tesla out of your house. Yes. That is not my highest priority. <laughs> Seems like it would be easy. Seems like he'd probably want to leave. He, well, the problem is, though, like, he might not. Just like, tell him he, about the pigeons of New York. Tires. He doesn't have, he doesn't really have <laughs> money. He doesn't really have, he definitely doesn't have a job anymore. Like, I don't, like, he, hope, like, I, I don't know how long it'll be before he, like, the, the word gets out, like, and people, like, believe, like, oh, yeah, this is literally a Nikola Tesla. Like, we should, we could probably get a job from her or something. But, like, he I'm not one like of those people that could benefit off of giving him a job. I do not – not in that position. I, I, so it would just be, like, I would need to find somewhere else for him to live. And, honestly, it might mean that I start having to pay his rent for a while just so he doesn't have to live with me. Because he doesn't have a fucking job. You really fucking want him out. Like, yeah, so all, his, like all his money – all his possessions were, were, like, given to, like, some country or whatever. Like, he doesn't – he has no possessions still in his name. Or like, or any family. Even. even if he did, how would he claim them? Wizards brought him back. Yeah, it's 
It's going to be rough. Like, actually, that might be weird, too, is the fact that, like, Wizards brought him back, so he's probably going to want to look into the Wizards issue. And I, I wouldn't tell him about the Wizards thing. <laughs> Honestly, it would just be I, the better, faster I can get him out of my play house, the, the way better my life will be. So, go Gordon, you, you wake up, uh, you know, the second day, figuring Teddy's going to be gone. He's still there. What are you fucking doing, man? Uh, what day of the week is it? Because, you know, and are the liquor stores still open? Okay, so you're just going to get Teddy hammered? Like, well, that, that's, that's not a long-term plan. Or I'm going to go find him a pair of revolvers, <laughs> like black powder revolvers, and we're going to go march on Washington, D.C., and I'm just going to let him go loose on that. So you're going to turn Teddy Roosevelt into a terrorist? <laughs> oh. uh, visionary. Oh. No, that's literally a terrorist. <laughs> you could probably get him better weapons. Like, don't get, don't give him the old shit. It's, it's 2020. Come on. But it'd, it'd be really funny to watch watch uh, Teddy Roosevelt come back from the dead, walk into the presidential Oval Office with two he black wouldn't pistols get that and far. demand that they vacate his seat immediately. They would not get that far. Also, Teddy Roosevelt didn't die in office, so why would he... Like he already served his term. Like he, 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 he served three terms. terms. He got. And he's not going to try to get a fourth term. It just show like, him the disarray of things, and because he had a, a knack for being strong arming his political uh, allies and opponents. Yeah, because the Bold Moose office. Party totally worked out for him. Actually, like, does he even have a political party anymore? Like, there's no. <laughs> We're bringing it back. <laughs> Gordon, you're turning one of the most beloved presidents into a terrorist. You are a terrible human being. I believe it was Jefferson that said something about the watering the tree of liberty with the blood tyrants and patriots. Sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. Someone definitely probably said that. All right, Pete. So you bring back Bowie. You don't even want to hang out with him, but he's just sticking around now. I mean, I would. I mean, I'd do a little hanging. You know, he'd probably be like, what the fuck did you do? Be like, oh, sorry. But hey, here's some people that really want to hear right. your music. So <clears throat> he'll uh, produce more and I will enjoy it. People will enjoy it. I feel like yours is the least destructive out of all of these. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So, Justin, you, you go out and you party with Hemingway thinking, ah, shit, this will be over tomorrow. Not a big deal. And he's not gone. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, I did have a question, though, before I get into this, because obviously this is new information that they're staying. So back for 24 hours is the initial. Yep. So did they just go poof? Or do we have a fucking body to clean up the next day? Oh, no, they, they were supposed to just go poof. Okay, because all I was imagining was, Gordon, you came out and Teddy Roosevelt's dead on your couch. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's next thinking. week's discussion topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, You know what? Isolation the rest of the year. I need my Sundays free. <laughs> all right. So, so Hemingway's still hanging out. Um, so I've basically got one of the most prolific journalists who has an aptitude for drinking, hunting, and all around like? I mean, let's let's put journalist in quotes there. He was a yeah, writer. Uh, I think the simple action is we open a bar. How does that bar stay in business with Hemingway drinking all the? <laughs> <laughs> he can't drink all of it. He's diabetic. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> 
all right, Ernest, here's the deal. We've done a lot of research on diabetes. If you want to keep your feet, stop drinking that. You guys but just but you go straight, is, like, straight to Cuba. Like, oh, wait, they, like, they have all this medicine now, right? <laughs> so, like, you may feel like, I can now drink everything as long as I use this medicine. Yeah, but he can't afford insulin. No, he cannot. <laughs> no one can afford insulin. Because <laughs> um, he's a writer. Uh, that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> he does not have health insurance. Huh? That's also true, yeah. So, all right, so, so you open a bar. That makes sense. Hemingway would be, I mean, that's a great draw because, like, all of his previous works still exist. People, like, you can definitely capitalize on the name. We'll just name it something completely unrelated to him, though. We're going to open it. We're business partners. We're going we're gonna to call it the Smoker's Lounge. Fuck you, Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fine, as long as I can write. Like a like a two word thing about a shoe. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> what happened? We opened the bar. We called it Hemingway's, but we spelled it wrong on purpose just to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> Are there two Y's? Because I said so. So who's that guy drunk in the street? Oh, that's Hemingway. I don't. <laughs> you know how many times it was probably actually said over history, and I'm kind of mad I wasn't one of the people to get to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hope we don't will this into existence. If I wake up at Hemingway's here tomorrow, you're gonna have a great I'm time. Zoom right then. <laughs> I just I'd I'd fire up Twitch, man. You you put that on blast, like <laughs> me playing Call of Duty with Hemingway. <laughs> why, why isn't there an elephant gun on here? And then uh, he you, shoots, want, you want the Barrett? He shoots your TV. <laughs> what? <laughs> that would have, yeah explain that to him yeah you know you don't shoot the tv you use this <laughs> all right so i am stuck with uh jesus of nazareth oh god oh, it's no. like preacher uh so i I have, I have a couple of options here like that are running through my head right now one i can go <clears throat> pontius pilot on this shit um which doesn't seem like does doesn't seem like. Uh, otherwise, I just release a cult leader on the world. Well, um, I mean, how do you go? How would you even go, Pontius Pilate? Like, you'd have to be. You'd have to be like, all right, fine. Let him give him away to somebody else. And, like, say, do what you will. Just wash well, my, my hands. My hands uh, it. Like that's. But you have nobody to like do that with. I'll just walk him into the like the nearest uh, LDS church, and it'll be fine. Or um, you could. I, I guess you could like. Uh, Get him, put him like somewhere by the border, so like he, they like would just support him. <laughs> hey Zeus, <laughs> this guy looks a little different. I think it might oh, be foreign. Man. He's all, we're gonna have to put him back in Mexico. Honestly, like I think I think I just uh, tried to inform him about the uh, the the current situation, and then just kind of like send him out and. It, the situation will just kind of take care of itself. You mean that nobody will believe that he's Jesus? Yep. Right. Yeah, most of that. <laughs> yep, he'll end up in uh, in some government uh, care facility somewhere, and it really won't be my problem anymore. If he's really Jesus, he'd have a gun on him or two. Well, and I mean, he wouldn't Jesus be as brown. Guns a nail gun. Have have him commit. Real Jesus wasn't that brown. Like, <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> it's a white guy in the Middle East. That was the odd part about it. <laughs> uh, 
No, mine took a little bit of a dark turn, but I'm not surprised no, he, about it. Casey, he would become homeless very quickly. Well, yeah, like, as soon as I kicked him out, he wouldn't have a home. He'd be okay with it. Yeah, he doesn't need a home. He'd just find the nearest temple and, like, flip over all the tables. That's his favorite thing to do. Yeah. It's his hobby. It's his hobby. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite one was Justin trying to figure out what the fuck to do with Hemingway. (laughs) What do you do? All right, let's get out of here. The answer is what it's always been. It's just keep drinking. (laughs) All right, guys, thanks for tuning in this week uh, for another quarantine episode of the Department of Offense. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerstudios.com. I'll see you guys next week.